say Africa must wake up the sleeping sons of Jacob for what tomorrow may bring may our be dynasty on the morning bliss can you tell me young ones who are we today on our dynasty, yeah, we are joined by Professor Mamu Muchi, who's a Pan-Africanist scholar and a research chair at the Twane University of Technology. We are looking at uh, a BRICS, uh, maybe now we should say BRICS Plus, and Ethiopia as um, one of the countries that has been, um, you know, found to be worthy to join uh, the BRICS Plus. And uh, Professor Mamuchi is going to be telling us what is anticipated from January the 24th. Good morning, Professor Mamuchi. Good morning. How are you? Good, thank you, uh, Prof. Uh, How are you doing? I'm I'm fine. I'm at the moment uh, in Durban. We had a, a conference on uh, uh, agriculture uh, and how do we create uh, uh, digital agriculture, smart farming. All right, uh, we are discussing that. And you know, the uncultivable uh, arable land in Africa is very high. Over 65% is still not. We have so much land that we are not using. So we are thinking about how, what do we do? So uh, we have been uh, having a very good discussion with many uh, uh, scholars coming from all over Africa. It was very nice. Oh, that's Thank wonderful. You. That sounds absolutely yeah. amazing. So, yeah. Professor, we know that uh, BRICS uh, only had initially the five countries, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. Um, and uh, these five countries formed BRICS. However, uh, a great deal was taken into consideration with uh, so many countries wanting to join. And there was a criteria that uh, needed to be met by each of these countries before the bloc could admit other countries. And uh, now it's going to be 11 countries as of January 2024. With these 11 countries, Ethiopia is one of the countries. Very exciting because Ethiopia I means the Horn of Africa. Ethiopia is where um, you know the African Union is based. Ethiopia is just the, the heart of Africa, I would like to say, because it's a place I really love. Um, what, what is the sentiment for Ethiopians, Ethiopians about joining the BRICS bloc? I think uh, so far, what I hear from many Ethiopians is that they are very uh, happy and positive that Ethiopia joined the BRICS. But the interesting question you asked is, what would be the kind of benefits uh, for not just Ethiopia, but as you rightly put it, for all of Africa, by joining BRICS? You know, when BRICS started in the 1990s, it started... Uh, mainly because there was uh, financial uh, difficulties at that time uh, related to the World Bank, the International Monetary Fund, and so on. So they, the number of these countries said, let's try to create uh, a financial infrastructure. And to facilitate that is when they formed uh, this, uh, uh, the four countries did it first, and later they invited South Africa. So that's how it it started. Now, then they have also opened a bank account, you know, a development bank. Uh, uh, there is that, that, that bank that they have, and still we have the World Bank, we have the International Monetary Fund. 
So it looks as if it's like the BRICS are uh, like competing with uh, also the this international um, uh, the, you know monetary fund and World Bank that is run by mainly by dominated by the Western uh, powers, uh, particularly led by America. So what you have is a very interesting dynamics, which means the BRICS are emerging, and the more they they grow up and they develop the more they may end up creating their own monetary fund, their own uh, world bank, and so their own financial infrastructure, and so some new uh, approach in terms of developing some new relationship in terms of uh, production, uh, what to export, what to import, you know, the kind of, all these facilities will will be uh, uh, you know, will will be uh, developed. I think, and will be the ones that they will be uh, focusing on. I think that's what's going to happen. It's and as it as uh, as uh, what I know, Ethiopia, in nearly all these countries that Ethiopia is now engaged with, we we uh, the, we Ethiopians also export and import. Mainly, uh, what we export is less than what we. Uh, uh, what we import so uh, others ex, uh, export a lot to us uh, we are uh, still weak so what it means is when we join them the 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 there could be a facil- to facilitation to make sure that the import export side also uh, uh, develops in such a way that uh, you know the in manufacture the services the agriculture all these sectors can also be uh, developed and mutual relationships could be done you see things like that could happen for example even the relationship between south africa and ethiopia what what south africa exports to ethiopia what also it imports from ethiopia all these dynamics can also change and things like that is what we we can uh, we can develop i think and uh, those opportunities exist and I think the BRICS is uh, opening it up, and I think it will be interesting what will happen. That's my suggestion. Hello? Yes, we're still with you. There's a bit of a crackle in our line, however. Um, I'm really excited by everything you are sharing with us, uh, Professor Mamuji, um, basically because there, there, there is a need for us to start strengthening ties amongst each other as Africa. And perhaps this move into uh, the BRICS Plus block is going to be one that will forge a, a greater one. Now, Ethiopia being the only country that was never colonized in the continent... And now coming into uh, BRICS Plus, what do you think it will bring to the bloc? What, um, you know, will it teach the rest of the BRICS countries? Yes, I, I think uh, a very important question. The, the critical question I think that you are now raised is important. We know, you know, we have the Africa Union and we have 55 states. And... We, as the Africa Union, all right, should be the ones we should also, uh, like, remember what uh, happened with the Africa Union? The G20 asked the Africa Union to be a member. Like, they have made also the European Union to be a member. BRICS did not ask the Africa Union to be a member. They asked specific countries in Africa. Our problem is that we are in Africa also need to to 
really unite. Because if we don't unite, we'll always have a challenge. So the BRICS must also facilitate uh, inter-African unity very much. Of course, now we have South Africa and Ethiopia in in this BRICS, but not all the other countries. And Egypt is also there, but we don't have a lot of the other African states. So we don't want the Africa Union not to remain like as different states acting independently. We should also act, have an African agency, you know, and an and, and African project identity where we actually go together and, and, and really address all the challenges we all face. Remember, the, all of us, all, all the countries in Africa, we still have not developed uh, like our, from manufacturing, the agriculture, the service sectors have not reached a level where all of us can actually inter, uh, interact with each other, trade with each other, import and export with each other. We don't do that. Still, our economy is still, uh, and our resources are still uh, misused and abused. <laughs> because we have this challenge, the unity is critically important. So if this joining of BRICS must also facilitate the unity of Africa, if it does not facilitate the union of Africa, the African Union, then it's a challenge. But at the moment, we cannot say exactly whether this BRICS joining will facilitate the unity or will be a challenge. We need to, we need to analyze it. We need to get evidence uh, first. And the only way we could know evidence is if we see these countries like South Africa has been in it, and also now Ethiopia is joining, Egypt is joining. When more countries join, and and if there's and then the the their interaction with the African Union, strengthening the African Union, all the other countries is strong. Then then the BRICS could be we could see it as a positive, uh, you know, uh, unity. I mean, um, uh, area. Oh, maybe we, we can accept it, but if it's, it uh, does the opposite, then we just have to then say the the Africa Union must be must be a priority. Something like that is what I think my strongly recommend and suggest. Thank you very much. Now, um, uh, Professor Mumuchi, I, I want to thank you for sharing all this insight um, around Ethiopia joining BRICS. I believe that. Um, you know, um, Addis Ababa um, is uh, going to be seeing a significant change, uh, but I'm hoping that it will trickle down and touch the rest of the continent as well. Because if if this doesn't change the things that are happening <coughs> on the ground for the people in Ethiopia, in the continent, then it, it really does make sense. So I'm hoping it will have a positive impact for us as the people. Yes. I think the the only way that we can verify what you just said is if the relationship we build uh, with the BRICS members is very strictly and strongly mutually beneficial. Tangible, measurable output and outcome that actually from every relationship we have, if it means that there is no distraction all right there's no exploitation all right then then what you say is right then BRICS can be a facilitator 
But if it, if it continues what we faced in the colonial times, when rich, our rich resources are taken by outsiders, and the, the outsiders then add value and sell it to us at a higher price, if we are in that situation, and we still haven't changed that yet, we still have in a difficult situation, uh, uh, still our resources flow up, uh, still uh, illicit financial flows go, billions are t- taken every year. We are six times more resources from Africa go out than what comes in from outside to us. We are in a difficult situation still. And w- the interesting question is, will the BRICS join the BRICS, break that and make us independent? And uh, all right, and add, uh, allow us to get our own resources, value our own resources, uh, all right, own them and use them, apply them. Mm-hmm. All right, that is a, an important uh, matter that you just raised. Yeah. If the BRICS does that, then the mutual beneficial relationship principle is applied, then, then it's a good thing. But if these things that I just mentioned to you continue in the, in the way that it has been happening against Africa, then I think that could be a challenge. The only way we, we can prove this is when we know uh, evidence, what exactly achievements have been. Then we need to do the analysis, the economic analysis, the relationship analysis, all right? And everything has to be done, and exactly what achievements have been made must be made. Once that's done, then we know it. Then we can then prove, then we can say, this relationship that uh, our countries are entering from Africa into the BRICS is good, or the G20 is good, and all these other organizations, we, you know, they get formed, and then we mustn't just go in there unless we know precisely what, uh, what we are going to achieve with it and whether or not we can achieve better by joining than by not joining. Something like that is what we need to do. Uh, that's my suggestion. Thank, Thank you, you very much, Professor Mochi. I really appreciate this time. And congratulations to Ethiopia. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you very much too. Yes, BRICS is uh, good. good. So far, BRICS is good. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you very much.